You're listening to Behind the Design Podcast, your digital version of co-working that takes you behind the scenes on how to create an authentic brand, build an intentional business, and live a life with purpose every single day. I'm your host and brand guru, Olivia Silvestro, equipping you with the tools to wake up every day doing what you love and make money doing it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get to it. Okay, so I am super excited to share with you today's episode because I've talked a lot about outsourcing in sporadically my content on Instagram, in the blog, in various podcast episodes, but I've never solely dedicated an episode to outsourcing, which actually blows my mind because outsourcing was the first step that I took to scale my business. And after I started concentrating on outsourcing and hiring out a team and building out to scale my business, that was when I hit my first five-figure month. So I am sorry that it has taken me so long to share with you my secret weapon of scaling to six figures and beyond because outsourcing is the key to doing that. You are staying in your genius zone. You are able to free up your time to concentrate on moving the business forward rather than tasks that someone else could probably do better. So if you scroll through Instagram and you're like, how does she do it all? Chances are that she doesn't. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you the very first steps you can take starting out super duper small to, you know, maybe middle outsourcing and to down the road having a big team. So we're going to start with the small itty bitty steps on where to even start. And I'm going to give you tangible action steps on how to figure out what what you are going to outsource and then the first steps to take in order to do that. Let's get to it. I'm super stoked. Okay, so before we get straight into the episode, let's do the good, bad, and woo-woo. And guys, seriously, don't forget to share these with me. I love when you share them with me. I know I'm not good at (laughs) making you guys share it or sharing even my own, but I want to start because it's fun and I want to celebrate your wins. I want to support you in your lows and your challenges, and then I probably want to try your woo-woo. So please share with me, tag at Behind the Design Podcast on Instagram so I can see it. And yes, We have an Instagram now behind the design podcast. I just figure it's a better way to get out there. I'm really concentrating on getting better, more content out for you guys and having really awesome interviews. So I want to be able to showcase all of that. So separate Instagram now behind the design podcast. Make sure you follow along. I'm going to be sharing more behind the scenes, more information, more resources and all that good stuff. So at behind the design podcast on Instagram. Okay. Anywho, good. So the good is I'm working on some super fun projects. My team and I, I feel like have a really good workflow down and it's just been fun and I've been feeling really like a boss, but my clients have been amazing. I've just been having so much fun working on their projects with them and I've been learning a lot on how to juggle a bunch of clients and, you know, still over deliver for them. So I'm excited to share more about that. I'm sure after the season goes, I'll let you know how it is. And maybe give some tips on balancing a bunch of clients. Bad is I've kind of been a bit scatterbrained. So you guys know how I was doing the meditation and I was meditating like 40 days in a row. Well, I meditated one day and didn't log it in my Headspace app. Then I lost my streak of like 45 days and I was super upset 
and I hadn't meditated for like a week after that. So that was really bad. I'm kind of getting back into it, but I can tell the difference so much by not starting my day like that. Wow. I'm having a realization that I need to meditate (laughs) every morning. It seriously helps so much. So that's kind of been a little bit of a struggle. I feel like I have a lot on my plate right now. So I'm just feeling a little bit scatterbrained just with everything and figuring out what exactly to prioritize. My woo-woo. The other night I went down a YouTube rabbit hole on manifesting and I learned about this two cup method. So when you manifest something, it's believed that you have these two parallel dimensions. And when you manifest something, it's already happened. So you've already dreamed it. Someone else is, you know, is already a reality for you. So when you manifest it, it's basically like you're hopping dimensions. And this two cup method is like a ritual to do in order to do that. Also, please don't quote me on this whole dimensional thing. I literally just went down a YouTube rabbit hole and learned about it like two weeks ago. So don't quote me, but look it up because I found it super duper interesting and honestly very profound because I hadn't heard of it before. Okay. Good, bad, woo, woo announcements. Oh, design 15. So I made a code specifically for you guys, my podcast listeners, because I love you and I want you to succeed and make an impact online. So design 15, if you use that code, you will get like $90 off anything you buy in the shop. So we have five website templates in the shop. And then we also now have podcast kits and Canva templates. So design 15, use that at checkout and you'll get like $90 off of your thing. Okay. Good, bad, woo woo. Make sure you share it with me. Announcements. Let's finally get into this episode. The first step to scaling to six figures and beyond outsourcing why outsourcing is important. So outsourcing allows you to stay in your genius zone. And what I mean by genius zone is your zone of genius. So I'm guessing that you started your business not to send proposals, contracts, invoices, post on social media, check off to-do lists, talk to your accountant, all that stuff. I legit had no idea what came into owning a business. Like, I'm not kidding you guys. I literally was like, hmm, I like graphic design. I'm going to start a business. How hard could it be? Yeah. Newsflash. I know if you have like or have been in business for a while or just starting your business, you're like, you're crazy. How did you not realize? I truly, truly didn't realize. It was just like, I wanted it to happen. So what I mean by staying in your genius zone is like what people are paying the big bucks for. So for me, it's brand and website design, custom. You know, I put so much intention and design and thought into that. That is my genius zone. If I could do that all day, every day, I would be the happiest person in the entire world. So that is my genius zone. If you're a coach, you know, your genius zone is going to be getting on coaching calls, you know, creating plans for your clients, like listening, being present for your clients. If you are doing Reiki or yoga or tarot or whatever it is that you're doing, that your actual line of work is your genius zone. Everything else is your entrepreneur hat. It's owning a business. So things like onboarding, offboarding, contracts, invoices, client porter, getting testimonials, engaging on social media, posting, outreach, content creation, your website, you know, website maintenance, copywriting, design, creating things on Canva. Those are all outside of your zone of genius. So 
anytime you get out of your zone of genius, you're not really moving the business forward because chances are that's not your zone of genius, but that is someone else's. There is someone out there, believe it or not, that loves contracts and invoices and loves organizing client content. There are people out there that love to do social media and copywriting and content creation. So why would you get out of your genius zone to work in someone else's genius zone? So it's a never ending cycle kind of, of like, I can do it all. I don't want to do it all. I don't do it the best. So by staying in your genius zone and then outsourcing for people that are, you know, in their genius zone, you're going to get things done so much faster. Like I'm going to share with you guys everything that I outsourced today because it's a lot. So, but like, for example, you know, setting up invoices, that takes me freaking forever to like set up invoices and contracts and all that stuff. And it is so boring and so not fun for me. And it takes me a long time. It probably takes me like an hour or two. Yeah, I know it's, it's silly, but it does. But our accountants or, you know, financial people out there that are listening to that and are like, oh my God, that literally takes me 10 minutes. And that just about sums everything up. If you are getting outside of your genius zone and you're wasting your time, you're not able to move the business forward because you're concentrating on a to-do list or a task or just responsibilities that someone else can do better. So the biggest takeaway for outsourcing is that it's a time saver and then eventually, you know, it kind of turns into it's a money saver. You know, if you're not wasting your time trying to figure out something that's not in your genius zone, then you're not wasting your time and then you're not wasting someone else's time to have to go back and, you know, check your work. So it's a time saver. And we know that in entrepreneurship, we don't have all the time in the world. You know, there's so many things that we need to do. So stay in your genius zone, save time, save money. And that's the first reason why it's it's important. If you are saving time, you're able to do things that are moving the business forward. And I'm going to go into this step by step, but just to summarize, that's what it is. So areas in your business, you can outsource onboarding or offboarding. So contracts, invoices, sending the client portal, gathering testimonials, it's having people do your questionnaire or send in whatever it is that you need that all onboarding and offboarding can be handled by someone else that you don't need to do. Social media. So engagement, posting, outreach, content creation, laying out your feed, your aesthetic, you know, posting on multiple different channels, Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, you know, all of the things, all social media can 100% be outsourced. Website design, website maintenance, copywriting, collateral, social media design, ebook design, doing your taxes, accounting, your marketing strategy. Those are all things that can be outsourced. So if you're listening to this and you are in one of these lines of work that can be outsourced, you're the key to a lot of the reasons why people run businesses. The way that I think about it when you outsource is, okay, you want to, you want people to invest in you and your business. So you should invest in someone else's business. So when I am outsourcing and I, you know, have my team and I'll again, share with you guys in a minute what all the things that I outsource, but I think of, okay, I am so lucky to have my clients and to have them support my dream. Why wouldn't I support someone else so that they can live out their dream? So I would love to know what your business is. We should really 
I'm just coming up with this idea. We should make some sort of like resource library for all of us podcast listeners. So, you know, I would love to know what your business is, what you do, the clients that you serve, because I would love to be able to have some sort of referrals and be able to share you and your business. So message me on Instagram at Behind the Design Podcast or go to the Facebook group. It's just Behind the Design and share with me, you know, what your business is so that we can kind of create some sort of referral basis for everyone. So those are all different areas you can outsource. And most of you guys listening, I know, are coaches or in the wellness space. So these are all areas outside of your zone of genius. And these are all areas that can easily be outsourced. So the things that I outsource. (laughs) So everything that I outsource. So podcast, this is a huge one. I really wanted to create a podcast for a long time, but I didn't want it to add to my plate. But I knew that this was going to be a great avenue for me to provide tangible action-packed advice for you, but I knew that it was going to be a lot of work. So before I even, you know, launched the podcast, I had Allison and Steve. They're amazing. They do everything in my podcast. So all I have to do is sit down and record my podcast and then send it to them and they edit the podcast, they write the show notes, and then also post it to wherever it goes. And then I have my marketing assistant who is amazing, Anna of of the lovely moneymaker. She's great. She does all my show notes. She creates the graphics for it. She does all my social media engagement. So I do all the posts and like the captions and everything, but she like will engage and outreach and all of that stuff. So those are two areas where I could literally not do it without them because my genius zone is the client work. You know, I love custom design. I love sharing and helping you guys and I love providing resources and all of that stuff. But my actual zone of genius is doing custom brand and website design. So having that help from them is absolutely so helpful. So podcast and social media. Um, Anna also does, you know, my Pinterest. She does LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, all of that stuff. So it's just super duper helpful to know that, you know, if I'm having a really busy week that she's out there and, you know, engaging and answering any questions that anyone might have. Another thing that I outsource that I just started a few months ago is design. So I have added some people to my design team because there are things in my client process that I don't technically have to be doing. So things like packaging files and, you know, getting people logos and designing, you know, some of the collateral. Those are things that I don't really need to do if I've already designed the vision for the brand. So that's a new thing that I started doing. And that's kind of like the middle level outsource that I was kind of touched on earlier in the podcast episode, because that had a lot to do with relinquishing control, which I'll touch on in a little bit. So I've added design and then accounting. So that's a huge one, like taxes. Uh, uh-uh. I will like shut down when someone says taxes. So accounting and financial support, those are two things that are financial planning. Those are two things that I have outsourced. Another super random thing that I outsource because this is like the actual vein of my existence is buying tampons. Like for some reason, whenever I go to need a tampon, I don't have any. So, and I never buy them at the store. And I'm also very picky because I use non-toxic products. So I outsource, I get my tampons delivered from Lola and it's amazing. So they just basically every eight weeks, they send me a new box of tampons and it's like $10. 
and it's amazing. So everyone should do that. All ways that save me time and allow me to stay in my genius zone, but still have you know, you're still out there marketing. So here's the thing that outsourcing helps with. So it helps to stay in your genius zone, allows you to move the business forward. But then also the biggest result that I saw from outsourcing was that, you know, when you're in a busy season of business and you're, you know, you're heavy, heavy on client work, it's easy to forget about your marketing. So what was happening to me was I would do heavy marketing for one month and then I would get a bunch of clients and then I would do all the client work and then those client projects would be over and then be like, oh, I haven't been marketing, so I don't have any new clients. So outsourcing allows a pipeline of clients to consistently come in because you're focusing on the client work and the bigger picture while the little to-do tasks are still being done and are super, super important so that you're always consistently being omnipresent and out there for new potential clients to come in. So that was the biggest thing that I noticed from outsourcing was that it was like a well-oiled machine where it was like, okay, I'm doing my client work. This person, you know, Anna's over there doing this. Allison's over here doing this. I have my team, my design team, you know, they're working really hard. So that's the biggest result that I've seen from outsourcing, which is huge. So anyone who has had a busy season of business, like you could totally relate like, oh my God, yeah, that's definitely happened to me. So those are all things that I outsource. If you have any questions specifically on what you need to outsource or anything, obviously always send me a DM on Instagram. Are you ready to finally have a website you're proud of? A website that showcases your services, attracts your ideal clients, and allows you to finally charge what you're worth? Our Show It website templates are plug and play, completely customizable, and designed strategically for coaches and wellness businesses to make an impact online. And when I say completely customizable, I mean it. Fonts, colors, logo, photos, literally everything can be changed to fit your brand and vision. With a video library full of step-by-step -step videos, you can have your website up and running before you know it and can ditch the one you currently have. Head to currentdesignstudio.com to shop your brand new website and use code DESIGN15 for almost $90 off. Okay, so now that I've babbled on about what things that you can outsource, why it's important, and what I personally do to outsource, let's get into the steps to figuring out what to outsource in your specific business. So I can understand that this is like a super daunting task. And when my business coach first came to me and she was like, okay, let's get to outsourcing, I was like, I don't have that much money to spare and I don't know where to start and I don't know what to do. So I'm going to go through like the five steps to starting to outsource. So the first thing I do want to address before I go into the steps is if you're thinking, okay, I'll outsource when I make this much a month or I outsource when I make this much a month. Start investing now in your business. If you only have $150 extra, not even extra, but you only want to invest an extra $150 into outsourcing, just start there. It is seriously a game changer and it will open up so much more because if you think about it, okay, if I'm going to hire someone and I'm going to pay them $300 a month and it's going to free up, you know, an extra 
10 hours for me a month. In those 10 hours, you could easily get one new client who will pay for this person that you're investing in, you know, 10, 15 times over. So something to keep in mind, which I will go into a little bit more depth. So something to think about. So I don't want you to disregard everything that I'm saying now or these next steps because you say, oh, I'm going to, you know, invest later or I'll be able to invest, you know, in a month or two. It's it, you just need to start and then the money will come from there. I promise. Like this is exactly what happened to me when I first invested in my first VA. She was amazing. Ashley AKVA is her name. She was amazing. I highly suggest her. And also I'll put links in the show notes to literally all of these people so that you guys can go check them out because I can't recommend them all enough was I only was able to invest like $300 a month, but it turned into my first five figure month. So not sure about the math there, what that (laughs) equals, but it's definitely more than 10 times, I think. It's like 30 times. I don't know. Math is not my thing. So anyway, you know, it ends up equaling so much more because you have that extra time. Okay. Steps to figuring out what to outsource. There are five steps. So number one is write out everything you do. So this might take you like a week or two to do this. Either have it on notes on your desktop or like a notebook next to your desk. I want you to write down all of your tasks and I want you to write them out like literally everything. So it's like answering or flagging emails, sending out invoices. And then if you do send out a lot of invoices, so like I personally, we don't send out that many invoices. I send out like maybe 10 a month. So that's not like that big of a task, but for, I want you to write out like how many invoices you send out a month, like what your onboarding or offboarding process is like, your social media posts that you write, your actual client work. I want you to write out literally everything. And the reason why I'm saying it might take you like one to two weeks is because you do a freaking lot. And I think you're going to surprise yourself when you see everything that's written out. Like I guarantee you it's going to be like two or three pages long. You're going to be like, holy shit, I am a freaking rock star. So I want you to write out everything. So again, like don't miss, don't miss anything. So take your time on this, like one to two weeks. Okay. Step number two, group tasks or responsibilities together. So, you know, if you really do follow my instructions and you take like a week or two to write all of them out, they might be kind of sporadic. So I want you to kind of like group all of the tasks and responsibilities. So like, say you have contract invoicing, client portal. I want you to group that together because that's either onboarding. And then say you do like final client call with like collecting testimonial and adding to portfolio. That's going to be offboarding. And then you'll have like social media tasks and then you'll have like VA tasks, which might be like flagging emails, things like that. So you get the point. So group similar tasks and responsibilities together. And then I want you to see step number three. I want you to see what is taking up the most time that can be outsourced. So like this is a huge thing that I think a lot of people can outsource. And I I mean, like I'm even guilty of this. I personally love writing content and like being in charge of content, which I need to relinquish that control. I came to that realization last week. So I'll keep you tuned in on this. Maybe I should listen to my own episodes, which I do actually, but you get the point. So decide where you need the most help that will make the most impact. So what I mean by that is like, okay, don't just hire someone for like an hour to do invoices. If you only send like three or four invoices a month, that's like not going to help you that much. So social media is the biggest thing, you know, onboarding, offboarding. Those are both huge things, too. 
So where you need the most help that will make the most impact. And what I mean by the most impact is the most impact on your day to day that allows you to stay in your genius zone. So if there are things on that list where you're like, okay, I do this every day. It's definitely important in moving the business forward. This is where I need help with. So an example for that would be like social media engagement, like Instagram engagement, Facebook group engagement, you know, things like that, like building community and being omnipresent online. Those are all things that need to be done every day that are super important, but that someone else can do and they will move the business forward. So step number three, decide where you need the most help that will make the most impact. Step number four, how many hours can you afford? So again, like I said before, you know, you definitely want to make the investment. I don't want you to be like not able to sleep at night, but know that the investment will come back to you. This might have to do with your money mindset. We might have to have that in check. But how many hours can you afford realistically? So if you're like, okay, you know, most VAs are like $30 to $50 an hour. So say you have a VA that is $30 an hour, and you want to start with just 10 hours a month. That's $300 a month that you can invest. And that's 10 extra hours a month that you're going to get back to move the business forward. That is a lot of hours if you think about it. That's like more than three hours a week to spend time to move your business forward. So you can technically dedicate like a whole day to your business extra from having help just 10 hours. And again, like I said, you know, you're going to get that $300 that you're investing back times 20. Easy, 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 easy. I guarantee it. If you have an extra 10 hours a month, you know, what are you going to do in those extra hours that are going to move your business forward? So this is how you're going to get your investment back in the outsourcing. You are outsourcing something that is not in your zone of genius that you've been wasting your time on. So now you have 10 more hours in your zone of genius, which means you're efficient as heck and you're going to get more things done to move the business forward, which is going to result in more clients, more revenue. And then that's how you're going to get your investment back. I hope that makes sense. So step number four is how many hours can you afford? And then what are you going to do within those extra hours that you're getting back? And that's really important. So I want you to decide exactly what you're going to get back within those hours. So say you you do get 10 hours back, you know, you'll say I'm going to do within, you know, four of those hours, I'm going to dedicate to outreach. So that means that an hour every week, you're going to be cold emailing, cold calling, following people on Instagram. You're going to be doing those four hours to outreach. So now you have six hours left. You're going to spend six extra hours, you know, trying to compile your team or dedicating them to even more like up leveling your client experience or whatever it is. So I want you to think of, you know, how many hours can you afford and then exactly what you're going to do within those hours. And that's super important. Like, I don't want you to just be like, oh, I have 10 hours left. Like, Cool. So that's step number four. Step number five is interview people who are doing what you want to do. So this is a mistake that I've made is like going the less expensive or the less experienced route. And there are a few reasons why I think I've done that either. Like I don't believe in myself. And that came from like limiting beliefs and stories that I was telling myself like, oh, I'm not good enough. So I can't hire someone that's, you know, better or good enough. Look through people, like do some serious research on 
who else that they have done this for and if they're going to do exactly what it is that you want. So this goes back into the genius zone. So staying in your genius zone is huge because you want to stay in your genius zone. You want to hire people that also have their good genius zone or they're staying in their genius zone. So what I mean by that is like, If you need help with, you know, social media and, you know, specifically Instagram. So if you need help with Instagram and, you know, engagement and posting and blah, 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 don't go and hire a Pinterest strategist, you know, hire someone that excels in Instagram, that knows the algorithm. They know all the things. They know what the trends and everything like hire someone that's in their genius zone. And then, you know, just look at their work, their testimonials and all of that. So these are the five steps to figuring out what to outsource. I'm going to just recap them. Number one, write out everything that you do in your business. Number two, group the similar tasks and responsibilities. Number three, decide where you need the most help that will make the most impact. Number four, Decide how many hours you can afford and then figure out exactly what you're going to do within those extra hours that you're getting back. Number five, interview people who are in their genius zone. So those are the five steps. And one last thing I want to leave you with before we are done is to remember to relinquish control. So this is something that I definitely struggle with because, you know, my business is my baby. I love it so much. It is so important for me to produce high quality designs and work for my clients. But it's also really important for me to produce high quality content for you guys as well to help you succeed and build your business. So it's hard for me to relinquish control because I want to hold on so tight to everything. But this is not going to allow you to move your business forward and scale when you're not staying in your genius zone. So what I realized was things were bottlenecking at me like captions and, you know, waiting on pictures and all of that stuff where, you know, if you just kind of relinquish control, which I know is a lot of work and it's hard and like there's a lot of internal work that needs to come with that, but it will make a really, really big difference. So I hope this podcast episode was helpful. If you have any questions for me, please let me know. But I hope that this helps you to scale to your first six figures and beyond. I will see you in the next episode. 